consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media outlets a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online so from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute we're joined by erica good morning hi good morning happy friday happy friday a lot of noise around the supreme court's ruling yep. that was upheld in favor of steve you what does this mean oh man Messy. Um, mm. Yeah, it is. And we'll right. get to that in a little bit. But first, celebrations and tribulations all about the 2023 Mama Awards. That's right. Uh, the Mnet uh, Asian Music Awards, which is the biggest, the world's biggest K-pop uh, festival that's organized every year by CJ uh, E&M. Mm-hmm. Um, this year's ceremony took place at the Tokyo Dome, mm. which is uh, Japan's top concert venue. Uh, it took place uh, in November uh, on November 28th mm. and uh, November 29th for two days, actually. Mm. And uh, several artists, they took home multiple awards. One of them was New Jeans. Ah. Uh, the group uh, took home the Artist of the Year Award uh, on Wednesday, the last day okay. of the two-day 2023 Mama Awards. Uh, which were the other three? Artist yeah. of the Year was one of the four top awards, right? That's right. Okay. Artist of the Year, like you said, was one of the top four awards that were presented this year. Uh, the other three uh, include Worldwide mm-hmm. Icon of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year. Now, this is the first time in 12 years that a girl group has taken uh, the Artist of the year honor i guess there's always been a reputation that the fandom for boy groups is just larger yeah. than the other way around and they're more outspoken so it's a mm-hmm. big win for new jeans that's right so in addition to artist of the year honor mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. jeans was also recognized with the song of the year uh, for their very successful single ditto they had a lot of singles this year huh yes and that album had two title tracks it's really rare i think yeah. for an album to have so many hit singles. Yeah. Yep. And that's how you know they knew what they were doing. Yep. That's exactly what they were going for because they had to, let's be honest, one up Blackpink. That sort that's of paved right. the way mm-hmm. for doing things differently. And here you have it. Now, the accomplishment comes just a year and four months, if you can believe it, after the groove debuted in July last year with a debut single attention. That's right. Um, at this year's Mama, we mentioned two awards that they received. They took home actually two more awards, Best Female Group and Best Dance Performance Female Group. And uh, uh, they did not actually attend the event physically, mm-hmm. so there were no acceptance speeches, but I'm sure they're... <laughs> ecstatic I'm sure yep. that's a clean sweep let's also talk about the recipients of the album of the year award yes which is uh, another major mm-hmm. award that was presented this year the top album award for the year 2023 went to 17 mm-hmm. for their 10th EP 10th yes which sold more than 6 million copies now that is the highest number of album units sold in K-pop history okay is anyone else 
floor by the fact that they have a 10th EP and they sold 6 million copies. That's right. And this was also 17's first top honor Mm. at the Mama Awards. Well, they they debuted in 2015, Mm. so it's been a while. Mm. Uh, They were also recognized uh, for Worldwide Fans Choice, Best Dance Performance Male Group, Best Male Group, and the award also for Pipigo Culture and Style. (laughs) (laughs) CJ. CJ. That's right. <laughs> so the group performed its mega hit singles, Got a Music and Super at the show. And honestly, what Seventeen really nails is great performances. That's right. And uh, they were joined by, what, 80 dancers? Oh, so that humble was quite the stage. <laughs> uh, they also used augmented reality to mm. sort of elevate their performance mm. to the next level. Now, BTS notched the title of Worldwide Icon of the Year, mm. which I mentioned was one of the top four awards given out this year. Now, BTS has won Worldwide Icon of the Year for six years, actually, six consecutive years. Uh, They, of course, did not attend the event. Mm. Many of them are serving in the military. Right, right. Um, Yeah. And uh, the honors for Best New Male Artist went to Zero Base One. Uh, The award for Best New Female Artist went to Triple S. Mm. What? How many members are in Triple S? There are like 24 altogether, right? (laughs) Very global group. Now, Mama Award attracted around 80,000 K-pop fans from all around the world this year. Uh, The event was live streamed Mm. in around 200 different regions on YouTube and other major digital platforms. The thing is, I mean, if we can divide up these award shows into the old school ones and like the really like new young kind of shows, Mama definitely falls in the ladder, right? Uh, Is this? I think the way they're trying to connect with the fans is so new because it's been around for a while, though. Right. award ceremony itself. I'm not trying to undermine the years that they've been present for. It's just the way they approach Uh these award shows. Is it just a group of uh, uh, experts who get Uh to vote or do they involve a lot of the fan base? Oh, definitely the latter then. See, and I just just think, is this the way to survive? Because we've also had separate conversations about whether award shows are becoming less and less popular, right? And And less and less relevant, really. Exactly. So how do you stay relevant? You got to connect with the Mm. young. It's pop culture after all. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to some old school K-pop artist. I'm not quite sure if we even put him in that category anymore. He's sort of been shunned from the industry. Um, And the the public. And the public. And without public approval, I'm not quite sure Mm. what a former pop star can do trying to return to his home, former home country. So let's talk about this uh, Supreme Court ruling uh, that came yesterday, actually. Uh, The court upheld a lower court's ruling in Mm. favor of Steve Yu in a lawsuit that he filed to reverse the South Korean government's decision to deny him an entry visa uh, for renouncing his Korean citizenship Mm. to allegedly evade mandatory military service. Uh, The Seoul High Court ruled in July that even if a Korean man renounces his citizenship in order to dodge military service, it would be too much to deny him a visa even after he turns 38 years old, which is the threshold after which the military service requirement is exempted under the current law. It's important to note that this is a Supreme Court ruling, and so they want to make it as fair as possible for everyone. I mean, despite Steve, you having more influence than perhaps an average show. Now, just to review, again, once more, (laughs) Steve, you also know Known by his Korean name, Yusung Jun, has been barred from entering Korea ever since he became a U.S. citizen, renouncing his Korean citizenship back 
in 2002 rather abruptly yep, with right. the alleged goal of dodging his military duty. Yes, and uh, he filed for the first time a lawsuit in 2015 after the Korean consulate general in L.A. refused to issue him a visa. Five years later in 2020, uh, Steve Yu won a Supreme Court ruling that the visa refusal was procedurally flawed. Mm-hmm. Now, after the top court's ruling, uh, Yu applied once again for a visa to enter South Korea, but the consulate general once again turned it down. Now, this prompted him to file a second suit in 2020 to reverse that decision. And it's been very loud and noisy ever yeah. since. The Supreme Court has made its decision, which means the government must now reconsider whether to issue a visa for you. But I mean, this has sort of been like the back and forth, That's right. right? Because yep. the military manpower administration mm-hmm. can also chime in and say, yep. uh, we still uphold his ban. That's right. Now, say uh, the visa is finally issued, okay. right, in accordance with the Supreme Court's ruling. He will then be able to visit South Korea for the first time in about two decades. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. What does this mean? He's been rather vocal in recent years yeah. on social media, YouTube mm. included. Yes. Yeah, you know, he, he was basically ranting, wasn't he? He was in tears. <sighs> I, I, okay, you can make up it what you will, yeah. but if uh, public support is what he was going for, I don't think that's what he got. No. It, it became increasingly not divisive, but people were growing tired right. of his rhetoric, and yeah. he's a pop star, mm. so I'm not quite sure if that first return in two decades yeah. is going to be what he had imagined to be. That's right. Um, you know, uh, Lena mentioned the background of how all of this started, yeah. but, uh, you know, his military daughter allegations sparked a public uproar at mm. the time. And in fact, there was this shift and turn, I think, in the culture industry mm. for a lot of pop stars, uh, actors, idols alike yep. to say, you know, we will do our duty That's and right. serve in the military. Yep. All right. Leave it there for now. Mm. I promise you it's not the last of it. <laughs> last buzzword of the day. A Sicilian pizzeria gets racist comments over black pizzaioli. Pizza. Okay, am I supposed to know what that pizza is? Pizza chefs, pizza makers. <gasps> oh, you're kidding. Yeah, pizzaiolo. Ah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> All right, so what's happening here? So last month, a man named Gianluca Gracci, who owns a pizzeria, uh, La Fuazzeria, in Sicily, shared on Facebook an episode of racism that happened at his restaurant. And the incident has come into the spotlight in the last few days. And uh, people have been talking about it a lot, especially social media users. Okay. Okay, so what did he say on Facebook that prompted this discussion? Yeah, so he talked about uh, some rather discriminatory comments that uh, some of his customers made. Uh, they had refused to eat pizza at his restaurant because the pizzaioli, the pizza chefs, were black. Uh, this is what he wrote on Facebook, which is, of course, translated into English. Quote, as we approach 2024, I still hear comments like, I won't come to your pizzeria anymore because the last two times there were two black guys behind the counter. Some have even said, I'm not saying they're dirty, but just seeing them put their hands in the ingredients disgusts me. Yeah, I, it's shocking. I'm speechless. It is. I, and uh, he shared his own view. Uh, and this is what he said. To me, 
you are the ones who are disgusting oh. and even frightening. That's now, so good on the owner. Right? Now, in his outburst, uh, the restaurant owner also recalled the numerous racist messages he had recently received. Uh, some people suggested that in a small town, uh, he could lose customers by hiring black people. Um, the restaurant owner also highlighted the hypocrisy that mm. he has seen. Like some of his peers, mm. they do hire black, uh, you know, employees, but they relegate them to the kitchen out of sight of the customers. Okay, so from what I read, the restaurant is going out of his way yeah. to emphasize the virtues of his employees of color. Because you're kidding, I cannot believe we're having this discussion in 2023. I know, it's right? So backwards. So he wrote, "You know what black people have that's different from white people? They have seen hunger, have a desire to redeem themselves. They're eager to learn, to work, and to excel. They're polite and willing. Mm. And when you offer them a proper contract mm. and a fair salary." They're grateful. Yeah. So, so say kind of, you know, uh, saying, look, white people. Yeah. You don't necessarily well, have all the work ethics. Obviously, we're not saying all white people. Of course not. Some of them, right? Yeah. yeah. But I guess I understand the point. And, you know, people have been super supportive mm, of his comments great. on Facebook, you know, and uh, the sentiment uh, dominated practically all of the comments. People okay. in support of what he said. People sh- shared this post mm. to support not just the restaurant owner, but also the employees who were victims of these recent racist remarks. You know, we always often go back and forth with social media for the greater good or is it, you know, (sighs) making us more, I don't know, prone to attracting just similar like-minded people and thanks to algorithms, Mm -hmm. just looking for people who think like us. But I mean, look at this. I mean, we can make a difference and that's what maybe social media was designed for, Mm -hmm. right? Connecting, making a difference. That was the original (laughs) purpose. I think so. And sometimes when you take inventory of the good. Thanks, Erica. Pleasure. Have Have a great great weekend. weekend. See you next week. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.